Welcome back to Life Tea with Zora O'Loren. That's me. Let's jump on in to our next episode. Episode three. Today I'll be reading an old post from Zoradell.com titled A Day I Will Never Forget. And yes, I will be reading it. Remember, the very reason why I started this podcast was to convert my old blogs and new ones into audio format so that people can listen to my content on the go. But season two, we're going to dive deep into some other topics and have some real dialogue and some call-ins and some guest hosts, some host guests, some guest hosts. Yeah, we'll have those too. (laughs) But uh, I felt it was important for you guys to hear, you know, very specific, um, content from my posts just to give you an opportunity to get to know me better. On February 21st, now 19 years ago, at the age of 14, when I was in the ninth grade, my father passed away. I still remember that day vividly. Only a few days before I left my father's side to be with another friend who just lost her mother. Before I left, my father grabbed my hand and told me, always listen to your mother. Know that she's always right and will always have the last word but she'll always have your best interest at heart as well. Go and be with your friend because I know in your time, she will be there for you. This was the last time I saw my father before he passed. The night before he passed, I tossed and turned and had a very peculiar dream that all started with a devastating phone call. I woke up the next morning to an early phone call that my mom was answering. I was still uncertain of the message, but I knew it was concerning my father. My mom continued on with her morning, dropped me off to school, and went to the hospital to be with my father. I don't remember a single moment of the day until around noon. I remember walking down the Y Hall, excited to go to Mr. Gidry's ninth grade civics class, which I always looked forward to. I remember the look on his face and the tone in his voice as I approached. And he told me I'd been called down to the front office to go home. I literally can still see his his face and how he grasped his hands and held them close to his heart. My heart dropped. I'd been thinking about my father all morning, but didn't have a cell phone. So it wasn't like I could call or text to get any updates. My face flooded with warmth. Everything became a blur. My mouth was so dry. I could literally feel my heart beating in my temples. My legs felt like they went into autopilot and just knew the way to the front office because I had tunnel vision and my hearing was dim. I literally zoned out. I knew in that moment, the first man I ever loved was gone. I felt it. As I walked down the hall, I kept repeating in my head, your father is dead. Your father is dead. He's dead. Sorry to tell you, but your father is dead father is dead. So that when I received the news, I wouldn't hit the floor because it wouldn't be the first time I heard it. I attended the same high school where my father taught for many years and many of his close colleagues already knew the news. As I turned into the attendance office, I saw my mom sitting in a chair. I saw her mouth moving, but I don't remember hearing a single word she said. She was so composed and yet in her eyes, all I saw was loss. I never left my mom's side. She was transparent in all the preparation needs for final care of a loved one. I learned so much and will always appreciate my parents for making making sure 
I was well-educated on handling business throughout life. I remember (laughs) walking out of the building. This is coming to me. This is not written (laughs) in the post. But um, those of you that may be listening and may have attended J.H. Rose High School in Greenville, North Carolina, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. But I remember walking out to the car and Miss Isolene Willard, one of the very well-beloved janitors at Rose, she walked up and she grabbed me and she held and hugged me and rocked me. And I remember clear as day, she told me, be strong, no matter what, he's always with you. And to this day, I can still feel her embrace. I can still hear her words. And looking back, I almost felt like I was too strong (laughs) throughout the whole situation or the the grieving process, but she gave me the strength that I needed to make it home and and to get through the next couple of hours. And I'll never forget her for that. I can only imagine what my mom was going through in those same moments. She'd lost the love of her life, who was affectionately called Bobby. My mama lived out her vows in sickness and in health until death do us part. She is the epitome of grace, professionalism, resilience, love, and loyalty. She advocated for my dad every step of his illness and fought for his benefits as a veteran of this country. I will always appreciate how my mother never missed a beat, even after my father passed away. I never went without. She continues to teach me so much. (laughs) And now I guess I'm just more willing to learn. I know he knew he wouldn't live to see me age into adulthood because he tried to pack 20 years of life into me. My parents made sure I knew how to hunt, drive, change a tire, balance a checkbook, boat, do laundry, deposit and withdraw funds, call 911 for assistance, and most importantly, how to advocate and care for my loved ones, all by the age of seven. I literally was a little woman running the house. (laughs) Every day I honor and remember the life of Robert S. Stringfield, a man who fought for this country, educated and prepared many souls for the real world they faced, provided and cared for his family, and lived his life with a God-given purpose to serve. Every day, or to this day, I still run into some of my father's former students, and they tell me stories about him and you know, just what an impact he had on their life as far as just being someone to believe in them and to make sure they had the resources and the exposure to be more and to see more and to do more. And my father's literally the reason why I became an educator myself, because I wanted to be a part of that process of planting seeds in people's lives and watering them, knowing that I might not see the flower, but putting in the work on the front end, it would benefit the world tomorrow. Um, He's also why I became a nurse (laughs) because Literally when I was in the seventh grade, when my father was his, well, during a very ill time for him, I slept in a cot in the hospital, uh, good old Pitt Memorial or Vidant in Greenville for three months. I took notes at five o'clock in the morning when the doctors made their rounds. I did my homework there. I packed up in the morning and I was picked up to go to school. I wouldn't leave his side. So Um, even advocating for him taught me how to be the best nurse that I can be even now in my, in my current career. Well, continue to rest in peace, daddy. I'll always love you and I'll continue to carry on your legacy. Grief is not something that consumes our lives for only a short moment. It can be felt every moment past an event causing loss. 
If you or a loved one are suffering from complicated grief or need assistance with adapting and using healthy coping mechanisms, please reach out for help. You are not alone. If you go to myzordell.com link and actually click on this blog post, A Day I Will Never Forget, there's resources with the Grief Resource Network, Encouragement for Grief and Loss, and also a um, bereavement hotline. Losing my father at such an early age really just left me with so many questions and so many conversations and so many daddy tell me or just hold my hand moments that I had to go without. Um, my mother did the best that she could, but the relationship that I have with my father was was priceless. I am to this day still a daddy's girl. Even though throughout my life, I can also say that I suffer from some daddy issues because although my father didn't didn't leave us by choice, he still was absent and it played a role in my, my young adulthood. I say all of this to say, if your father is still in the land of the living, that means there's still a chance, still a chance to embrace moments to have conversations, to be prepared to pass down an amazing legacy. And I know everybody's relationships with their fathers are not um, up to par, but again, then that gives you an opportunity to amend things or to to come to a, a common ground of love and peace and understanding. You know, our, our parents really do the best that they can with what they know. And as we get older, there are some things that you yourself need healing from um, as you develop a better understanding of maybe the, the reasons why our parents, especially fathers, make the choices that they do. And I'm not here to excuse bad behavior from absent fathers or even present fathers that just weren't um, active or engaging. But take the time. Don't Don't let the time that you still have with your father pass because I would give anything to have a conversation with my father or to just feel <laughs> his beard um, when I give him a kiss. I, I would do anything for that. So I know this was a, <laughs> a bit of an emotional post for me, but I'm glad you guys were here to, to hear it all, take it all in. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the next post. As a life coach, I'm on a mission to live my life with purpose while helping others do the same. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to my podcast and website, Zordell.com, for more weekly content. Let's connect <laughs> at me so I know it's real. <laughs>